This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. is light. There's no darkness. He's perfect light. He's nothing but light. So if you're living in darkness, you're not in fellowship with him. You're in fellowship with somebody else. That's what the Bible is telling us right here. Now, please, 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 please hear this. Because our natural human inclination at this point is to say, I got a problem with that. Who do you think you are anyway? I'm just a guy trying to live in the light. You understand? The Apostle John writes in 1 John that God is light. There is no darkness in the Lord at all. Pastor Robert teaches us in today's message that if we practice habitual sin without repentance, then we do not have fellowship with the light. Instead, we are in fellowship with the Prince of Darkness. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part one of today's message in 1 John, Chapter 1. You know, John began this letter by saying that his purpose for writing it was that we would have the fullness of joy which results from fellowship with the Lord Jesus. Koinonia is the Greek word with the Lord Jesus, with his Father, with other believers. He continues now in that same line of thinking as he confronts the reality that a lot of people who say that they have fellowship with the Lord actually don't. Many have a legal relationship, they think, with God, but the reality is that's no relationship at all. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5 is where we're picking it up. It says, this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we've not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Now, the Bible makes a distinction between having sin in our lives, which we all do, according to Scripture, every single human being. He makes a distinction between that, having sin, and living in sin, practicing sin, which he says demonstrates a lack of fellowship with the Lord. Living in sin, practicing sin, he says demonstrates a lack of fellowship 
with God. Now, I, I grew up believing that, man, we're not under law, we're under grace, so I can do whatever I want during the week. No, 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 that's not, that's not grace, that's licentiousness, according to the Bible. That's living according to your own lusts, taking license to do whatever you want to do because you've got some kind of legal contract with this dummy God who lets people put stuff over on him. If you just think that through, you realize it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Matthew chapter 7, verse 18, Jesus said, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit. It's pretty black and white. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. It's important to notice that Jesus was explaining in this passage that a person's inner reality is revealed by their outward behaviors. He wasn't saying that your outward behaviors determine your destiny. What he was saying is that our destiny will be revealed, our inner nature will be expressed and exposed by the things we practice. If you practice darkness, then you're still a child of the darkness. But see, one's destiny can be changed by entering into fellowship with the Lord. If we truly have fellowship with the Lord Jesus, our new nature will manifest itself by bearing good fruit. You'll be able to see it. We looked at that when we went through the book of James. You know, he, James talks about it. You'll be able to see evidence of the faith. You'll be able to see evidence of that koinonia with Jesus in the person's life. If you habitually practice sin, habitually walking in darkness, living that way as a way of life, well, that habitually bad fruit reveals a lack of real fellowship with God, according to the Bible. Even if you do engage in occasional good works. See, that's what Jesus was saying. Yeah, Lord, we did this, we did that. And he said, yeah, I know, but I never knew you. A good tree consistently produces good fruit. A bad tree consistently produces bad fruit. Going back to 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, he says, this is the message which we have heard from him. Who's he talking about? Jesus, right? This is John saying what I sometimes say to you. Don't get mad at me. I didn't write the book. John says, this is what he told us. This, this, this that we're declaring to you, this is what he said, that God is light. In him, there's no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, it's a lie. You see what he's saying? God is light. There's no darkness. He's perfect light. He's nothing but light. So if you're living in darkness, you're not in fellowship with him. You're in fellowship with somebody else. That's what the Bible is telling us right here. Now, please, 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 please hear this. 
Because our natural human inclination at this point is to say, I got a problem with that. Who do you think you are anyway? I'm just a guy trying to live in the light. You understand? I'm just a guy trying to, trying to walk in the light because I, I want to have fellowship with him and with others who are walking in the light. I'm not, I don't do it perfectly every day either. What this is doing is giving us the opportunity to get real with ourselves. Because see, one day, one day it's not going to be some pastor, some preacher. It's going to be Jesus. When you stand face to face with the one who is light, in whom there is no darkness at all, how are you going to feel about yourself in that moment? See, this is, it's a good question to ask right now, right? A good question to ask today rather than waiting until that moment when it's like, okay, there's nobody between you and him. There's nobody there. You know, you can't blame this on a cocky, bald-headed pastor. No, it's just you and Jesus now. You're just standing there with the judge. There's no place to hide. There's, there, you, you, you know you can't make excuses for yourself. You know you can't play games anymore. Now it's just you and the judge. You know, it reminds me of a story. Many years ago, there was this guy who started coming to the church. I, I've, I've shared his story many, many times. He would always dart out the back door before anybody had a chance to talk to him. And this was back in the day when we were maybe, I don't know, maybe we were a hundred and... 25 people total. In a typical service, we'd have 75 to 100 people at most. We did two services back then. This guy would come and, and leave. He never opened up. He never connected with anybody. It was clear he, he made it a point not to. And, and a, lot, you know, a lot of people do that, right? I mean, you got to give room for that. People are not necessarily ready on day one to open up and get real with somebody in church. But he kept coming, he kept coming, he kept coming. And then one Tuesday night, I happened to be at the men's group, which I don't, I don't usually go to the men's group. Somebody else leads it, always has. That Tuesday night, I was there, and this guy decided to open up. And he began by telling us that he was gay, that he first came to the church because he thought we were a gay-affirming congregation, meaning that we condoned the homosexual lifestyle. But he really quickly realized that was not the case because we had some, some little pamphlets that were out on a table that were dealing with the subject of the Bible and homosexuality. His love is the main thing. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio. Radio.